0: Alright guys, welcome back to Movie Morning and the Hourverse weekly rundown. Part five. We're in week five of the Hourverse now and episode five for the Batwoman, The Flash, and Supergirl. If you wanna watch my review of Hour, that was a couple days ago, I've already done it. So yeah. First off, we're gonna be starting to talk about Batwoman. Of course, as usual, this is Batwoman season one, episode five. Mine is a long and sad tale. Okay, the first thing I talk about in this episode is the dynamic between Kate and Alice and that storyline in in general. with the storyline, we had, first of all, Kate kidnapping Alice, and afterwards it turns into being the other way around. First we had Kate interacting with Alice while they're on a car ride. First there's a nice little action scene at the start of the episode, which was pretty dark, so hard to see things, but then afterwards we see them interacting in a car while Kate's kind of interrogating her to an extent. Then after that, they're in a restaurant where Alice ends up putting some poison in her. Then she's Kate is taken to where Alice or Beth was kept when she was a kid by this person who found her and didn't let her leave. And yeah, that just tied into her backstory really nicely. And and it led to a pretty a decent finale, to be honest. But besides that, the rest of the episode, it fell flat for me. I didn't connect with, really, at all the rest of the episode, unfortunately, but... This is, but let's just talk about Alice's backstory for a second. First of all, we learned that she was in this place kept by this man who had a son named Mouse, I think, and half his face was is just, like, completely wrecked, and he can imitate anybody he wants that he's ever heard. Thing is, I don't know if he's a character in the comics or not, or is he a really famous character, and I'm just not thinking right now. I don't. I'm not really sure, but... It's a nice little made-up character in there. And then we see that Beth sees that on the TV that her parents, um, her parents, aunt, uh, no, no, her dad and Kate are looking for her. So when she sees that, that, the person who took her, I'm sorry, I'm just gonna call him the person. So when I say the person, I'm talking about the, the guy who took Beth in, I'm gonna talk about him. So the person took him down to this cage of sorts Locks the door on her and she's there for pretty much forever, really Which is kind of strange because that means she gets no water And yeah, if you didn't TV show, if you didn't know You can't survive without water for a couple of days But <clears throat> but maybe she did Or maybe she was only in there for just a bit I'm not really sure, to be honest But then we see that her, Then there's like this really creepy face That we saw in the trailer, which I didn't look at But apparently it was in the trailer I saw it, I was like yeah, that that was pretty creepy, but yeah, and I thought some of the acting was pretty good, but then the most of the episode was just pretty boring. The my two favorite parts were first of all when Kate and Alice's backstory tied in together. Jacob Kane is probably one of probably the second best character of the show and one of the most interesting right now. And when we saw that the young younger version of him and kid Kate went to that house that. Beth called from, which was that house Which she got in trouble for when he got there That person pretty much Made his son, Mouse Imitate Beth like he Did a prank call But then we see Kate going on the door Where Al- Beth is on the other side And she's like, you know, she says Beth And then, you know, Alice I mean, Alice or Beth was just hoping that Kate would feel her, but then it didn't happen Which is why she has some smaller they have some. She has some small issues against Her, against Kate but then, you know, Kate and um, her dad and Jacob Kane pretty much leave. I loved how that tied in. That was probably my favorite aspect of the episode. And the tension that was going through the character of Jacob Kane, which is portrayed very well by the actor. But then the last two things really good to talk about is that um, Mary and met up with Lucius in this episode, and there was some nice little banter between them. Besides that, I still don't like the actor from Mary, but she did bring up some good points. Like, Beth has killed a bunch of people. I haven't even killed anyone, and I'm not getting the attention. Maybe if I kill someone, I'll finally get it. <laughs> it, was, it was some nice little dark humor, but I still don't like, like the actor too much. Luke Fox, although continues to be a shining light in this series, I can't wait to see more of him. Although he's pretty underused in this episode, just like he has for pretty much every single episode this season. But the final thing we gotta talk about is that, you know, that finale. So Sophie and Jacob Kane find Kate and Alice or Beth, whatever you wanna call her. I'm just gonna call her Alice at that house that they're at. Then they split up. So Jacob meets up with Alice and Alice stabs him, which was. Clear a mile away. When she pulled out a knife and she was gonna cut herself or whatever, we knew what was gonna happen, wasn't it? She she was gonna stab Jacob. I thought she was gonna throw the knife at first, but no. It's a normal stab, she's on the floor, and Sophie releases Kate or Kate got herself. and then mouses. Then we see that someone's there, but it's not Alice. I thought it was Alice, but you look carefully, it's Mouse in the beginning of the episode. So then Kate gets a hold of Mouse. She's threatening to kill Mouse if Alice kills. Jacobs and they all, you know, deal with each other. And then they all manage to get out. Everyone's safe. Then at the end of the week, they have a nice little tease that Mouse and Alice have some plans. And then Mouse will probably appear in more episodes in the future, which I don't... I guess it's fine. We didn't see too much of him. I don't want to say too much about him so far. But yeah, that's my thoughts about the fifth episode of Batman's first season. Most of the episode fell flat. The two best parts were how the backstory tied in. tied in. With Jacob and Kate. And also how... I'm the finale, basically. I like the finale. Besides that, most of the interactions were pretty bland. And the... Some of the parts... Some, there were some really boring parts in the backstory. Although I will say... This episode got pretty creepy at times. Which was pretty good. I'm gonna give the, ba- ba- <laughs> the bat... I'm gonna give the bat... The batwoman. I'm gonna give the bat... Are you serious? <laughs> I'm going to give Batwoman Season 1, Episode 5. Mine is a long and sad tale. A C. This might be the worst episode so far. I'm not really sure. It's not really a bad episode. It's pretty bland and average. And a lot of it fell flat. Anyways, now let's talk about our next show. This episode from this week. Alright, next up, let's talk about Supergirl Season 5 episode five is that right dangerous liaisons and with that said we're gonna get right into it first of all we had a new villain inside the mix who had to do with William Day and his past with a man named Roger Russell who all that I found pretty interesting and everything to do with William Day in this episode although it's really obvious what they're setting up with Kara and William Day and if you don't know well then I don't know how I don't know how you'd understand the rest of the show, but it's really obvious where they're going with those two characters. But still, we had Roger Russell, who we learn is his friend, who by the end of the episode (spoilers if you haven't seen the episode) because all these reviews will have spoilers. We learned to be the bad guy in the episode, wearing the mask, who had four arms. I don't can't remember the name of the character, but he was actually the man. But and then at the end, we have William and Ca- William being told by Kara about this, then, you know, and then, you know, William kind of accepts it, that, you know, he's been, like, going under a lie for so long, everything's been working towards, and then there's a bit of hope that Andreas Rojas isn't actually the villain that William Day has been looking for, and maybe it's someone else, and that throughout all this time, you know, he might have been going after the wrong thing, which is basically the main part, main... Plot line of the episode. I like the small little flashbacks we got with the William Day character. Once again, it's probably one of the best parts of the season so far. I was really mad on him at first. He kind of felt like Snapper Carr from season two at first, but the way where they're going, it's going in a different direction. I like that, and the more I see of this William Day, Day character, the more I like and actually quite like the actor who's playing him, and I think he's a character that will probably stick along, Stick. Stick around for a long time. If you could probably come out with where they're probably going to go with him in the rest of the season. But, again, at the end, we also had the launch of... um, We had the launch of the new technology used, where they turn it on, then they go into this metaphysical world. And then at the end, we have this wave that's coming in, trying to pretty much almost wipe it out. And then we kind of... They kind of say like, well, if that's, if they're trying to wipe out that type of te- that technology, why would Andreas do that make the technology about the th- what she's been so excited for, and then make this like wave wipe it out So that that started to put the piece together where like, okay, it wouldn't really make sense that Andrea Rojas Andreas Rojas would be the villain that we that has been behind the scenes all this time, and who could it be it is yeah, it is. Almost definitely that woman we see, Leviathan, at the end of the episode. But, yeah, anything else in the episode? There wasn't anything else, I don't think. Except we got some stuff between, um... Oh, by the way, in the finale, I thought the CG looked pretty bad still. I don't think they even improved on that. But besides that, I think the last thing there was, um... Is that there was more of the Lena Malefic and all that that stuff storyline with her... Of course, we have Malefic and Lena interacting more. And Lena actually backs out on the deal at last minute of where they're going with it. And then she, she doesn't keep her end of the bargain because, you know, Malefic's going to hurt people. So obviously, it wouldn't be the wise choice because, you know, some bad stuff could go down if he if uh Lena bought into the deal. So it makes... I think it, it was... To me, I found it kind of expected that she would do that by the end of the episode. And overall, this episode, I think, was actually... Probably the best episode of the season so far Like I'm not saying it's good or anything I'm not saying it's great Or really good or actually pretty good even But still I was pretty impressed with where With this episode and where they Went pretty much overall really And with that said I'm gonna give Supergirl season 5 episode 5 Dangerous Liaisons uh, A C plus Almost good But it is on my lower... Like, the lowest end of positive you can be on. I still enjoy this episode to an extent. Alright, now let's talk about The Flash. Okay, alright. The Flash Season 6, Episode 5. Kiss, kiss, breach, breach. This episode, overall, was, I think, a very good episode of The Flash. I've heard a couple people say they really dropped the ball on the Cisco-centric episode. But I think... It totally worked for the for the kind of like the camp vibe they were going for, but then also on the emotional side. Although I found the twist kind of predictable as I kept going along in the episode because I was really thinking to myself, who else could really be under the mask that would really have a huge impact on this episode and really move it forward in a big way, which I won't say yet in case any of you haven't leave because of spoilers, but. Alright, now I'm giving you a chance. Leave right now. If you haven't seen the episode, we're going to start talking spoilers right now. First of all, Barry and Iris, they leave. They're not in the... Barry's only in two scenes in this episode. And he leaves with Iris for their... To go to the beach or whatever. You know, but then they leave. And then um Cisco has made this program called Barry, B-A-R-I, that tells him what to do because he needs to prepare for being the team leader, which was... I wasn't sure about that, but I think it totally fit with Cisco's personality. Like, what he did in Season 4, Episode 2, where he made Barry, like, his whole new suit, which had all this techno mumbo-jumbo that was really funny. Which I thought might have been some of my favorite favorite scenes from Season 4. So that was kind of funny, and it kind of reminded me of that in a way, like, making things that you don't really need, but you have technology, so all that. But, first off, we have... Cisco in bed, then uh, also with Camilla, and Breacher shows up like he did back in season four. Nice little callback there. And he, season four or season five? Yeah, I think it was season four. And then Breacher is... Breacher basically... Breacher's there, and then Breacher tells him, well, Gypsy's dead. She was vaporized like in a violent way by... This person who she was chasing, and she brought to Earth one by the end, and well Then Cisco wants to go track down. So he first of all he goes to the um, Earth nineteen, I think that's it. And then finds the goes to the crime scene. And once they come back, they're trying to figure out where it is. And Cisco and Breacher are going to get into a dream. But then Camilla finds out the weapon that was used to kill gypsies in Star Labs. And was that meant that the killers basically trying to frame Cisco, and that's what, that was basically me. once I saw that the weapon was there, I thought, or maybe this was after. I'm a bit before. It's like when it when after the crime scene scene, I really thought, yeah, the killer's gonna be Cisco. Because I think that's what is really gonna drive the episode forward and make gives us some, you know, make it a really real hard punch. And we learned again the other obvious twist was that it was. A, an alternate version of cisco obviously i didn't think it was actually going to be one the one of cisco you know i didn't but then of you know cisco sleepwalking or whatever it was i found that to be pretty ridiculous and i'm kind of happy that didn't turn out to be the case but then yeah, we learned that it's an alternate version of cisco and we get a pretty fun finale where the earth 19 cops come in to arrest cisco but then cisco does a nice little force field tricks so goes over to Earth nineteen. We have this nice little fight, which has a lot of funny moments, and then we have the truth being revealed and the Earth nineteen cops capturing this murder Cisco, murder murdered Gypsy, and Breacher's fine. Which Breacher went mental before that. He pretty much brought the cops to capture Cisco, but you know that didn't pan out well. Then Breacher, you know, reminds Cisco of how like he's like of how Cisco's really. You know, that he's, like, sorry for not counting on Sisko and kind of having this trust on him. But, yeah, it pretty much wrapped. That storyline pretty much wrapped up the way I thought it was going to. The other storyline going on, which was pretty minimal, was Caitlyn with Norvok uh, from season four. And then Ralph showing up and just telling her that she shouldn't go alone. But then she does go to meet Ramsey, who almost kills her, but then no. Look, Ramsay was in one scene in this episode, and we've got three episodes left with this character, and we've barely got any development. He's prominent in episode one and prominent episode three and last episode. Three episodes of the first five episodes. With only three episodes left, he's been prominent in I'm pretty and what it looks like in the let's see episode six promo is that he is one hundred percent not gonna be too too prominent in the next episode and it'll be a very much Crisis oriented episode And and That's I prefer that But then The last The two parter episode Of The Last Temptation Of Barry Allen Is definitely What's gonna wrap up That storyline By episode 8 Then we're gonna have A new villain Who I hope is Red Death Please I really want it To be Red Death But I doubt it And I think it's gonna be Someone else I'm not sure who yet though I think maybe Negative Flash Might get set up In episode 8 I'm not 100% sure yet But then of course Last we had Nash Wells and Joe in that cave they get stuck you know they're about to die ralph comes in saves the day of course my guy the elongated man and you know he uses his powers for the first time in like the whole season i think i've not seen ralph use his powers in the whole season but uh, but there was yeah my favorite part of the episode was the last scene where uh, after the flash logo where pretty much Nash Wells goes like bring your whole gang i'm gonna Because he knows how to save Barry Allen Because he he knows where the monitor is and all that I loved all that set up for the next episode And I personally am more excited for the next episode of The Flash Than the next episode of Arrow Despite I think Arrow's episode being better this week Because I just can't wait for this really crisis-oriented episode While Arrow, they're going to Russia And Roy Harper's there, which I didn't get to talk about in my review But yeah, Roy Harper, can't wait but speaking of Arrow and The Flash, there is no Arrow episode this week and The Flash episode this week. I'm saying this week cause we're already here. My, uh, my rundown will hopefully come out Sunday. I'm so sorry. It hasn't come out yet, but that it, it came out really late this week. But it will only be Supergirl and Batwoman. And if any Crisis things come out, I'm going to make a special segment for Crisis. Speaking of Crisis, since I'm giving you guys this episode really late, we're gonna have some. I'm going to be talking about something about Crisis. But first, let's give a score for this episode. I'm going to give The Flash, Season 6, Episode 5 kiss kiss breach breach a b plus so this was a very good episode i really like this episode although not quite the last episode's level and yeah since i got this right i'm gonna give you guys a little extra and since i did it something came up with crisis a short little teaser trailer i'm gonna give you guys a really quick reaction review sort of a small little breakdown right now let's get into it right now it'll we'll be at the end of the episode all right the new Crisis on Infinite Earths teaser, the first teaser we've ever gotten. And hopefully, a poster is coming out tomorrow too. But the teaser is out. Not too much to say, but <laughs> man, am I excited. I'll tell you that. There wasn't too much to say, but I am hyped. So, first shot we get of the. I'm just gonna review the, tr- the quick review of the trailer. It didn't have anything that was worth talking about, but I'll, again, I'll still go over everything. But. I am hyped. I cannot wait for the first poster and the full trailer, which I think will come out two weeks from now and two weeks from the crossover start. Although I hope it doesn't reveal too much about the week's episodes after. The thing is, Batwoman and Supergirl will wrap up their last. Well, no. Batwoman's last episode of. Last proper episode of this year is. I think. If I'm not wrong, two weeks from now. And that's the same with... Supergirl goes one more week after, if I'm not wrong, while The Flash and Arrow... Arrow's crossover is episode eight, while The Flash's is episode nine, which is the same as Supergirl. So Supergirl, Batwoman's wrapping up two weeks before Arrow. Um, Yeah, so Batwoman's last episode would actually be... Next week, Supergirls is in two weeks, and Arrow and the Flashes is in three weeks, and in four weeks, it's the crossover. Yeah, that makes sense. Of this, you know, that proper last episode to do with their storyline of this year, if that makes sense. Yeah, so anyway, let's get into the breakdown of the trailer really quick. First, we have a shot of the monitor. I think it's the young version traveling from the past because he has no, you know, beard, first of all, and no cape. I think it's a young one. With that, also in the scene, we have. Barry Allen, Sarah Lance, Hank Henshaw, Martian Manhunter, John Jones, whatever you want to say. Lex Luthor. whoa, Sarah Lance and John Cryos, Lex Luthor, and Batwoman, I'm pretty sure, in one of the shots. And then there's someone else in there who's bearded and all. I can't tell who it is, but I think all this is taking place on Earth, in some, in where an attack has happened. Because, you know, it looks like there's some rubble in the background and all that. We only get two more shots, really. One is of Black Lightning, which I'm almost 100% sure isn't even from the crossover and just something from his own show. And I'm going to be completely honest. I have not seen Black Lightning, and I almost want to because of this crossover, but I have no intent of seeing it. And it's not ever really going to connect to the Arrowverse again, I don't think. And I'm pretty sure he's only in one episode anyway, so I won't be watching Black Lightning. And, you know, it's just... The show just seems Really boring for me I just can't get into it But The last thing is We get a shot of Batwoman Mia Smoke And Green Arrow Green Arrow going We've got your back Or something Or we'll be back I think it's, We've got your back To Batwoman Who's of course Very self-righteous And she knows She can do it But you know Green Arrow's right there Behind her Like, Come on we can do it. We can help too But that pretty much wraps up And I'm pretty sure That's the end of the first episode By the way For anyone wondering Who like Is that Is that on the final episode There's some rubble there No it is from the first episode Because I think we've seen pictures from that part earlier anyway guys that's pretty much it for my talk about the teaser come back on hopefully saturday evening or sunday morning for my arrowverse week seven rundown which will only be talking about batman and supergirl if there's a new crisis poster it comes out this week i think it will be on wednesday i'll talk about that a little bit too unless it's literally just a character's head on it. I hope there's more characters chill. show. But anyway, with that said, th- as always, thanks for watching. And I hope you have a fantastic day. Come back next week for, episode- for Week Rundown 7.